Well, weather is responsible for cascading problems all across the state of Oregon. Let's take a look at some of the lessons we can learn from this, how it's impacting things we don't even think of, and three resources you didn't know you have. Come on in, grab a blanket, cup of hot coffee, let's do this. Well, hi, everybody. I'm Bill Bateman, part of the team here at Refuse to Be a Victim Personal Protection Training. We're located in the Medford White City area of Southern Oregon, and we are happy that you joined us today. Uh, well, the Internet went out in Oregon, and while it was not a total shutdown, significant areas were impacted from Portland to Ashland, and that includes parts of the coast, including Bandon, all the way down to Brookings. Updates are now indicating that vandalism, which took place outside of the Jackson County area, were responsible, and technicians are, of course, rushing to fix the problem. That's just part of the problem. The weather up in Oregon has been unbelievable. The weather down here uh, has been unbelievable, and that means snow, rain, and a veritable ice skating rink. We had family members that had to drive from here to the Portland area. They didn't get any farther than Albany, and that was uh, partially because of a power line down across the road. When they got home, they found their other vehicle was stuck in at least two inches of ice on the street. So nobody's going anywhere. Crazy weather causing some crazy problems. Now, I'm including links on this episode on the uh, power and spectrum power outages across the area. And you can find the updated information while you're there. It keeps changing hourly. Cold weather survival is an important thing, and I do want to remind you that we've covered this in at least three prior broadcasts. And so I'm going to include those episodes as links at the bottom. Uh, one of them talks about the use of uh, an electric blanket, but not your traditional plug-it-in electric blanket, but a DC-powered that is going to work with your backup battery systems. And backup generators, they use a lot less wattage, and you're going to get more juice out of your battery. Yes, they're not going to be as hot as something you plug in to the wall. And be advised, when you look at the link, there are, oh my gosh, all kinds of them running from 30 or 40 to 300 to 400 dollars and yes there is a difference in quality a difference in durability and how long they're going to last but if you come home the lights are off the house is cold and you don't want to start a fire in the living room because you don't have a fireplace it might be a real good idea to to look at that also and this is something we sent along with our friends that were heading back up north. We have a small electric battery, just 200 water, and these plug-in blankets you can plug in if you're stuck on the freeway waiting to have an electric power line cleared or get around a disruption, and you don't have to burn through half a tank of gas. Speaking of gas, all this ice and snow and bad weather is also impacting gasoline deliveries. So if you find yourself hovering below half, or even worse, below a quarter, now is a good time to look for an open station and get some more. 
You may have to get uh, mid-grade instead of regular or premium instead of mid-grade. You're going to have to take what you can get. And for heaven's sakes, don't go out and buy 500 gallons of stuff. A, it's not going to last. B, you're going to burn down the neighborhood. When the internet went down, we lost, obviously, TV, cell phone, email. Text did stay up, as we always say it will. I'm pleased to see each time one of these disasters has happened, we have been able to uh, text other people and get some information. But we were buying a car for a family member, with a family member, and they had to complete the purchase manually because all of those forms you would have online... They're not available. Fortunately, the person we went to had a backup supply, so it wasn't a crisis. But a fee question for the Portland area, transferring a vehicle in Multnomah County requires additional fees beyond the regular state fees. So we had to find out what that fee was so we could pay it at the time of purchase. Well, you can't go online and look that up. And I was really impressed. They texted another individual who is old school, like me. He's got lists of stuff, lists of fees, lists of contacts, lists of information. And by golly, that really proved to be helpful. And that reminded me just how much stuff has moved totally online. For example, uh, the medical office you visit, a lot of their records are computer-based. I found and again, like I say, I'm old school. I have around my neck, and I've talked about this, a looks like a dog tag, and it's got some numbers on it, and first responders and uh, hospital personnel can call if the phones are up or can get online and look up if the Internet's up. All about Bill. Uh, what medicine does, do I take? What issues do I have uh, I'm one of those people, I wake up really hard from anesthetic. That's called, I'm a slow mobilizer. I'm also kind of old school. You see, I still have a paper in my wallet that has blood type, allergies, the things that a first responder and they're going to need at a hospital, who to call uh, beyond Ghostbusters, things like that. And I've gone so far as to have this laminated and somebody said, well, why would you want it laminated? I mean, you know, that's a little hyper, isn't it? Well, if you've ever seen what blood does to a piece of paper, and I things happen that are bad enough I have to go to the hospital, there's very possibly going to be blood or bodily fluids involved, and I want this legible. I don't want it coming apart, and I want it to be uh, to preserve it. So look beyond the basic ideas. You've got, I got my medic alert tag, and, and that's good. But look what happens when. Uh, this weekend was a perfect example. From Sunday to Tuesday, ice storms, internet down, power lines on the road. You're stuck in your car. One of those episodes I'm going to give you the link to. What do you do if you're stuck in your car? Hopefully, hopefully, if you are a listener of this program, you have a little food, a little water, uh, you've got blankets, you've got some toilet paper, you've got some uh, kitty litter as well as a shovel and your tire chains. Know how to do them. Has it been a while since you've used them? What type do you have? Have you bought new tires since you got 
the tire chains. And that's one thing I always coordinate when I go in and get a new set of tires, especially if I change vehicles. Are these going to fit? Uh, know how to use the kitty litter to uh, help you get out of a stuck area. Sand is equally as good. Keeping warm. There's a complete video, and I was amazed when I saw this. Some people, if you're really stuck out there, this is like if you're on the road to uh, on the road to nowhere, and you're just stuck, and you're in the snow, and it's cold. You can't just run out of gas. That's a bad idea. So you have your don't die in the woods blanket, your mylar double coated blanket you use a little duct tape and you seal the car up as much as you can making sure to leave the window open a couple of inches and you're going to want to indeed um, have some candles and put them in a metal can three votive lights and there's a whole video that goes through this step by step and it's ways to keep warm another thing you can do is if you have either a small battery with you, small solar battery, 200, 400, 500 watts, or you have a, an adapter and it'll fit in your car cigarette lighter, you have the 12 volt blankets. I've mentioned those. There's a link to them. And uh, once again, in doing my research for that program, and it goes into detail on that with the link I'm sharing, you do want to look at uh, at quality and reliability from the reviews. I've seen a lot of these things for $40, $50, and those are the ones getting the bad report. The wires don't hold, or heaven forbid they get too hot. I, don't, I know when you're in cold weather, the last thing you want to start doing is sweating. Uh, that's going to, if you have to get out in the air, now you're in trouble. Uh, I've actually seen people end up uh, with ice on their clothing because they've sweat through it, and that just chills you right to the bone. Know your tools. Know what's available. Have your tools with you. I would talk to somebody, and I said, hey, do you have one of these? And he says, yeah. I said, well, where is it? Let's put it in the car. Well, no, it's at home. Doesn't do you any good in the file cabinet, in the den, if you're stuck in the snow. So, Let's take a few minutes and revisit some of those previous episodes. Uh, let's take a little bit of time to find out about the causes of the outages. Maybe you saw something. Maybe you know something. Maybe you can help uh, take care of this. And let's look at other ways to solve problems other than jumping on the Internet and looking this. Or, yeah, let's just call Bob and find out what's going on. Well, sometimes you can't. What are your backups? Folks, backups and plan B and even plan C, whether it's in where are you going to go in the event of a fire, all the way up to and including what are the forms in Multnomah County for transferring a car? If you think you might need it, look it up in advance. Take a little bit of extra time. Let's see what else we have. Um, we got the past episodes, backup power, good, 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 backup heat, yep, electric blankets. Classes coming up in the last half of this month. I do want to remind you that we have classes uh, most weekend days, and in the last half of the month, on the third Saturday, we have a home defense shotgun 
class. Uh, that's if you've ever planned on using a shotgun in your home in the event of a, a serious problem, a break-in. There are a lot of considerations, especially if you've got one of those long barrel fouling irons. If you're uh, going to use the 12-gauge uh, dove gun in your hallway, it's really hard to draw a point, move, work effectively with the shotgun in that type of situation. Uh, Sunday, on Sundays, you've got your CHL. Now what are you going to do? What do you do now that you've got, okay, you got your CHL, congratulations. There's a CHL mastery on Sunday morning, and it is definitely worth your time. I took it after I got my CHL, and it was really very useful. Uh, re defending your gun, being situationally aware, knowing when to shoot, knowing when not to shoot, a little bit of use of holsters getting to or not getting to your gun uh, advantages and disadvantages of where you might be carrying and finally uh, there is an also on sunday in the afternoon and i would guess this class is probably booked for this week if you're interested call and find out in active shooter defense now this is one of our it's on an afternoon it's an afternoon class and it's an advanced class and it does have prerequisites. This is an advanced class. You must be able to demonstrate some proficiencies or have previous classwork that'll support you dealing with this. And this is working often with an AR, often working with uh, pistols. You'll have magazine changes. You'll have moving, changing magazines and shooting under pressure, things like that. These are for defensive purposes. So, if those sound like something you'd like to uh, be a part of, for heaven's sakes, please jump on the telephone, reach out, and let us know. If we are booked this time, for heaven's sakes, make sure you book up for another weekend. Because what better thing? I mean, you can, you can go to Home Depot and you can buy something. Yeah, that's pretty good. You can, you can go out to the store. you got to go to the store. You get the car washed, but why? Because it's raining. So these classes are very very useful. And I invite you to check out the website for all the details, and I invite you to give give us a call if you'd like to see if you can get into one or to schedule for the next couple of months. Also, we are continuing our Buy Local campaign. Had a uh, good time. I was out at the Army-Navy Marine store. That's out there across from the Sheriff's Department on 62, off their, almost off Vilas. 62 and Vilas Road. They've got a lot of good stuff in there. And I was looking for some solar products from Goal Zero. They had some. I was looking for a, uh, a knife for a friend of mine, bushcraft knife. I, guess, I think it's a proper term for that. And they had it. They've got just about everything you're going to need. They had a shovel uh, for dealing with the kitty litter. I mean, it it's there. I like them. They know their stuff. It's good quality products. And that's where I put my uh, first aid, my tactical first aid bag together. Things like quick clot and things like chest seals, things you're not going to get in your average Red Cross bag. So uh, head on out to the uh, Army, Navy, Marine store. It's not a commercial. They're not paying for this. I'm just mentioning it. If you do go out, I would think it'd be a really nice idea to say, hey, we were listening to this podcast and they were talking you up and giving you the good report. 
they might like to know that. So, yeah, the Army-Navy store out there off Vilas and 62, you can't miss it. It's pretty good size. If you're turning off 62, it's on the left. So tell them, um, tell them Bill and Phil and CJ said hi from uh, Refuse to be a Victim and from Survival Beyond the Bug Out Bag. Well, that's about all we've got for this week because I've given you three links three previous episodes, and they're going back all the way to 2022, 23, and then uh, new information this September. So 22, 23, and twice for that. So there's all kinds of good information on emergency situation, resources, uh, using power, and some new ideas. The only other thing I'm going to mention is that they do have some new equipment coming out that's smaller physically. Some of this stuff, and I can testify firsthand, some of these uh, solar batteries are pretty good size. I have one, I think it's 75, 80 pounds, and schlepping that around is no great fun. So they have some smaller units, powerful enough for short-term things like cigarette volt-powered uses, recharging your flashlight, recharging your cell phone, keeping your computer up, uh, your emergency headlamps, all of that kind of stuff are all going to work out fine with these smaller batteries. They're easier to carry and they're easier to keep charged because you don't have to charge them for 18 hours. You can get them up in three, four, five, which is going to recharge on your trip from here to Portland. Next week, we're going to come back and talk about passwords. I'm calling BS on them because more and more times I log in, got my password written down there, I'm looking at it, typing it real carefully, and by golly, it has to be reset again. And when I try and reset it, they say, well, no, that's your current password. So there's something going on with passwords. We're going to have an article, we're going to have some suggestions, and we're going to have some tips on how to manage password uh, slumgullion. All right, lots going on. Be careful out there in the ice and the snow. Give us a call if you've got any questions on any of our classes, and give those former programs a listen. They're pretty timely, and they're pretty useful. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Take care. preceding program was a presentation of Retired Guy Productions.